Um, Our reading, first reading, is taken from Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 to 20. That's Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 to 20. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly, I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Therefore, anyone who sets aside any one of these, excuse me, therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. Rona, thank you very much uh, for reading that for us. Now, you will have seen from that reading that we are doing a bit of thinking about rules today, or as God calls them, laws. Uh, And uh, rules can be tricky, can't they? Uh, Sometimes they are tricky to understand. Sometimes they're tricky to obey. And sometimes that's because the rules are very, very hard. But sometimes that's because our hearts are hard and don't want to obey them. Well, as we think about these rules today, I need to get my table from over here. And I also need a couple of people uh, to help me. And I have got this morning somebody called Larry, the letter of the law keeper. There's Larry over there. Hi, Larry. Good to have you. And I've also got over here Sammy, the spirit of the law keeper. So uh, what I thought we'd do is I I thought we'd just um, give it a little go and see how the two of you get on keeping some rules. Would that be okay? Okay. Okay. Here's a first one, one that we all see out in the parks. Don't walk on the grass. Um, that, That seems pretty clear, doesn't it? Don't walk on the grass. So... Let's see how Larry's... Larry, what are you doing? That's, that, that's grass you're on there. Oh, I'm not walking on the grass, I'm jumping on the grass. Law didn't say anything about you can't jump on the grass. I, I'm not sure that's the way it's supposed to work, Larry. Hmm, that didn't seem quite right, did it? Uh, let, let's... Sammy, what are you doing? Well, I've got some fertiliser, look. Fertiliser? Yeah, well, it said, didn't it, don't jump on the grass. So I was thinking that, well, I guess that means that we need to look after the grass, don't we? And I I thought this would really help it to grow really well. Oh, okay. Well, let's try another one. Um, Look, here's a, um, oh, here's a note from mum and dad. Gone shopping, don't forget to play with your little brother. Hmm. That's their rule. When they're out, you have to play with your baby brother. So, Larry? Yeah? What? Larry, you're watching the telly, Larry. Oh, no, I know it looks like I'm watching the telly, but I'm actually technically playing with my little brother. What what, what do you mean? And what's that string? Oh, you see, this string is attached to a rattle, 
which is currently dangling in his cot over there, and he loves jingly, jangly, rattly things. So I'm playing with my little brother. No, that, that, that doesn't... I'm not sure that is quite the idea, and besides which, I think I can hear him crying. Can you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not very good. I, I can fix it. I'll just turn up the TV. Larry, that's really not the point. That's terrible. I hope Sammy's doing a bit better over here. Um, Sammy, what are you doing? You're supposed to be playing with your little brother. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just getting ready. Look. Well, ready with what? Well, I know that he really likes dogs, so I thought oh, we could play dog bingo together. Oh. Actually, it's a, it's a pretty simple game, really. I, I don't think it's very good, but he loves it, and I thought we'd have a great time together if we played that. Oh, OK. All right. Good job. Let's try another one. Um, oh, what we got? Oh, here's a classic. Love your neighbour as yourself. There we go. How about that? Uh, how are you doing with that one, Larry? Oh, well, was, this one's quite tricky at the moment because cause I can't really visit my neighbour. So, so I've got this what? instead. A mirror? What, what, what have you got a mirror for? Oh, so I can, I can look at me and love me. What? To, to love yourself? Love your neighbour as yourself, absolutely. I, I can't really do that first bit, so I thought I'd, I'd focus on the second and, and love myself. Larry, I really don't think that's the way that this works. Oh, dear. This is very true. And Sammy, what are, what, what are you up to over here? You've got, you've got two bags of shopping and... Sammy, that's really weird. They're, they're both exactly the same. What's going on? Well, it's not all for me, is it? No, I, I was doing my weekly shopping. I thought, oh, I'd get some for, for Mary across the, across the road. She, well, to be honest, she's, she's been a bit grumpy um, recently. In fact, she's been really, really grumpy. She, um, she wrote me quite a rude note um, last week. Um, I think she's finding lockdown quite hard. Um, but I thought, oh, I know. I'm going shopping. Maybe I'll get some shopping for her too. I could, I could leave it on the doorstep. That would see her through the week. Oh, yeah, that, that's, that's good. Ah, great. Well done, Sammy. Oh, well, last one. Uh, here's our final one. Let's have a look at this. Um, ah, school rule. Yeah, school rule. No running in the corridors. Uh, oh, so I don't remember where I've got to be. No running in the corridors. Uh, so, Larry... Larry, what are you doing? Larry, what, what's oh, that you got there? It's, it's my scooter. Scooter? You're not... Larry, you're not going to use that in the corridor, are you? Oh, well, well it says no running and, and, well, walking's just boring, so I thought I'd, I'd scoot instead. I can't imagine anybody's going to be very pleased with you about that. It's terrible. Well, I'm sure Sammy's doing much better. Aren't... Sammy, what are you doing? What, what are you up to there? Well, like you said, didn't it? No running in the corridor. So I, I was thinking, well, that really means that we need to look out for each other, make sure that we're not bumping into each other and stuff like that. So I thought, well, why not hold the door open for people so that they can go through? But what's that ridiculously long stick? 
two metres plus social distancing, isn't it? Well, I suppose that makes sense, Sammy. All right. Well, Sammy and Larry, they are very, very different, aren't they? Two very different ways of thinking about God's rules. You see, Larry, well, if Larry can find a way to, to get round the law, to find some way of sneaking past it so he can do what he really wants instead of what the law says, he finds it, doesn't he? That's what Larry does. It's, it's sort of keeping the minimum, sort of keeping the law, but always missing the point. Whereas Sammy, well, Sammy was very different, wouldn't it? With, with Larry, well, I can't imagine anybody being happy with Larry. The gardener wouldn't have been happy, see him jumping on the grass. I don't suppose the teachers would have been very happy seeing him whizzing down the corridor on his scooter. I think he'd been in big trouble. And as for mum and dad, coming home and finding him watching the telly when he's supposed to be playing with his baby brother, I don't think they would have been very happy either. But Sammy, Sammy was different. Sammy kept trying to find a way of, of, of working out what the law was really on about and, and then finding a way of, of keeping it really, really well, going a little bit beyond sometimes. That was a good job. That's what he did. And that's what Jesus is on about in this next part of the Sermon on the Mount. He's talking about two different ways of keeping God's law, a, a, a Larry way and a Sammy way. See, see there's, there's lots of different bits of teaching that we're going to see over this next month or so. Jesus teaches about anger and about sex, about marriage, about promises, about paying people back, and about love. And each time Jesus says there's a, a Larry way and a Sammy way to keep the law, a, an old way and a new way. See, Jesus says, you've heard that it was said. You've heard the way that some people think about the law, a kind of a, a Larry, let's see if we can make the law a little bit smaller. A, and then a Sammy way of trying to keep the spirit of the law, working out what the law is really all about and keeping it. You, you'll see what I mean uh, when we have our next reading. Because we're going to read the last couple of sections, the one about paying people back and the one about love. And, and look out for the way that Jesus says, you've heard that it was said but I tell you the Larry way and the Sammy way. Rona's going to come and read that for us, and then we'll think a little bit more about it. The second reading is taken from Matthew chapter 5, verses 38 to 48. You have heard that it was said, eye for eye and tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your father in heaven. 
He causes his sun to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Uh, Rona, thank you very much for le- re- reading that for us. Um, those of you at home will have noticed that um, it wasn't actually chapter 17. That was my typo, uh, which uh, didn't get around to get corrected. Uh, it's chapter 5. Uh, there isn't a, a chapter 17, verse 38 to 48. But anyway, it was just from that, that little next bit of the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, and what it was telling us was, again, there is a, a letter of the law-keeping that can be done a sort of a minimum that people do, a kind of sort of keeping the law. Um, a bit, bit like Larry when he's jumping on the grass instead of walking on it. He's sort of keeping it, but only keeping the letter of the law, not what the law really meant. And, and there's a sort of doing it on the outside instead of doing it on the inside. A bit like that with the string, wasn't it? You, you could say that he was playing with his little brother, but he wasn't really, didn't want to play with his little brother. He was just sort of doing something to get away with it. Well, in a sense, I suppose you could say that it's, it's a bit like this. If you, if you imagine that this was God's law, well, it, it's as if what Larry wants to do is say, do you know, I'm just going to sort of snip it down a bit, you know, cut it down to size. Let's see how small I can make it. You know, just sort of chop some bits off. And, and then maybe a smaller version will be a bit easier to keep. Um, yeah, you know, I, I mean, it's quite a sort of big, tricky law, so let, let's get rid of some of it and just have a, have a little bit left. But that's not really enough, is it? Cut-down version isn't really the proper thing at all. It's just a sort of, it's a sort of half version a minimal version, a non-version. It's not really God's law anymore. Jesus says, you've heard that it was said. Well, what you've heard is this cut-down version, this not proper version. Uh, And Jesus wants to put people right. And so Jesus says, well, you know, you you need to love your enemies. Uh, You need to... Pray for those who persecute you. Uh, Jesus says, look, you you mustn't resist an evil person. But you should actually go the extra mile. Do you see what Jesus is doing? Jesus is is making the law much, much bigger. It's, It's something like this. It's something like stretching the law, expanding it, making it bigger and bigger and bigger till we see just how big God's law really is. It's so much bigger than we thought. Not not, not the minimum, like Larry was trying to do, sort of snipping it down so it was just sort of tiny. No, 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 Jesus says God's law, because it describes what God is like, and because it says that you need to be like God, well, God's law is huge. God's law covers everything, and God's law is wonderful. Don't be like Larry, just 
keeping it on the outside, keeping as little as you can. Be like Sammy, trying to work out what it's really all about and doing it to the full, doing it as big and huge as it really is. Not just keeping it on the outside, but keeping it on the inside too. And Jesus finishes off by saying, to do that, you'd need to be perfect. You need to be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. That's what God's law really describes, the perfection of God. I wonder how you feel about that. Feel a bit sort of, ouch, that's big. I'm not sure I'd do that. I'm not sure I could do that. I feel a bit overwhelmed when I realise that God's law is that big. Well, after this next song, we'll, we'll think a bit about how we respond to realising just how big God's law really is. Uh, but first of all, we're going to uh, sing a song that reminds us that God is holy and perfect. Uh, and we're going to sing that together now. Do please take a seat again. So, we've been thinking so far about the way in which Jesus shows us that God's law is much, much bigger uh, than the people had imagined it was. Maybe much bigger than we had imagined it was. It's as if he stretches it to show us just how big it really is shows us that it requires us to be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect. Uh, and maybe as you hear that, it may be you're, you're feeling a bit hopeless. Maybe you feel a bit sort of despairing and think, well, I, I don't do that. I don't manage that. Uh, may, maybe it feels a bit like this. You, just sort of, you think, well, let, let me check my spiritual balance. Let me see what I've got in the bank. And I've got nothing in the bank with God. There's nothing there. I'm, I'm empty. I haven't got anything for God. In fact, oh, wait a minute. What have I got? Oh, I've got a bad feeling about this. I've got a debt to God of all the ways that I don't manage to keep his law. And you feel a bit despairing about that, a bit hopeless. Well, here's the thing. At this point, what we need to do is remember how the Sermon on the Mount begins. To remember right back at the very beginning, what God says is, blessed are the poor in spirit. In other words, you arrive at the point where you think, oh, God's law, it's just so big. It asks so much of me. Well, you feel bankrupt, you feel empty before God. That's what it is to be poor in spirit. To, to think, I, I need help. I need God to do something for me. So to be poor in spirit is to face up to the, the hugeness of God's law and say, I can't do it. Help me, God. And if we're poor in spirit like that, well... Jesus says you're blessed because yours is the kingdom of heaven. 
you got this right. You are now on the right track. But, but I think there's, there's another way that you could respond to this, to Jesus' description of the law. I think you could be really excited. I think as you, as you hear the things that Jesus has to say about God's way of doing things, you could think, this is great. Imagine if, if people, instead of just loving the people that they got on with, and they loved all people, even the people who weren't nice to them. What a good world that would be. Imagine if God helped me do that. Imagine if everybody went the extra mile. Imagine if we all started praying for people who persecute us and make life difficult for us instead of trying to get our own back. Imagine being able to do that, being able to, to keep all my promises, being somebody who, who sorts out arguments instead of making them worse. Imagine being somebody who, who's faithful to my promises and resisting temptation, that loves like God loves. Imagine that. How good would that be? And maybe as you think about that, you do feel quite excited about the idea of being more like Sammy instead of somebody like Larry just trying to sneak past, do the minimum. Well, wonderfully, God says that he is excited about making us like that too. Uh, and uh, in the Old Testament, he anticipates, he, he sort of looks forward to, he imagines, he, he thinks about, he tells us about the day when that will happen, when he says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. In other words, I'll get my law into you. So it's in there on the inside. That's what my spirit's going to do for you, to make you Love the things that I love. Be like the person I am. And that's really exciting. But the way to get there, the way to become that sort of person, is to begin by saying sorry to God. By saying, I'm empty until you fill me. I'm empty until your spirit comes into me. Well, that's what we're going to do now as we come towards the end of our time together we are going to speak to God about the way that we don't manage to keep God's law and we're sorry and ask him to help us and hear that promise again. And I hope that you do feel excited about what God can do for us, what he is doing in us when we come to Christ and receive his spirit. Darren is going to lead us.